guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey guys, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Today's episode is Kaylee's story. Now, when we speak with Kaylee, she's actually 20 weeks pregnant with baby number two, and she's planning a home birth. So baby number one, her daughter, Amelia, she had in a hospital with the epidural and Pitocin experience, which she was looking to kind of shift around and have something different for baby number two. And a really big influence on the decision for home birth, if you can imagine, social media and podcasts. So that's pretty cool. And we really appreciate what technology has done for us and allowed us to access as far as information and our options. So Kaylee's a really great example of that. And this is an awesome episode for any of you who faith is a huge part of your life and played a part in your birth planning, your current birth planning, past, future, whatever. It's so rich for Kaylee and it's so much of what she talks about and it's really beautiful and inspiring to hear just from her midwife decision to how she's visioning the birth. Faith is at the forefront of all of it. So that's Kaylee and let's jump right into her story. Hi, Kaylee. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. I'm doing really well. Thank you. Awesome. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you because we were chatting a little bit before we hit record and we've had to reschedule our call a few times. Um, but as you mentioned, um, it kind of worked out perfectly because in the time we were rescheduling, you had time to really sit with um, finding your story in a way and what you really wanted to share and the message you really wanted to leave listeners with. So I think that's beautiful and I'm very excited for that. Um, but before we get into that, um, can you just share a little bit about you and your family and what you're up to? Yeah, definitely. So my name is Kaylee Johnson, as you said. Um, I live in Massachusetts about an hour outside of Boston um, with my husband, DJ, and my daughter, Amelia. She's 14 months old. Um, and I stay home with my daughter right now, which is just a blessing for me. It's mm-hmm. such a huge blessing. Um, and my daughter, or, I'm sorry, my husband runs a company that was his family business um, for doing well water. So super exciting. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Very cool. And the family is growing, correct? 
Yes, the family is growing. Oh, yeah. So I'm 20 uh, weeks pregnant, Mm -hmm. and we don't know what it is yet, but we're going to find out on Saturday. We're having a little reveal party, so I'm very excited for that. Oh, that's great. Well, you'll have to – we'll have to stay tuned to that and then include once this – Airs, you know, we'll know by then, and we'll have to include that in the as a little teaser. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> wow, great! So, twenty weeks pregnant, halfway. That's isn't it amazing how that pops up, kind of seemingly out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! And especially this one being distracted by a toddler all the time. Mm. She just showed you. Um, it's it's gone so much faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now for this pregnancy and birth planning, it's a little bit different from Amelia's. Is that correct? Yes. So with Amelia, um, I knew I wanted a natural birth, but I just didn't really think of home birth. It just never really crossed my mind. It wasn't something in my realm of possibilities and I had nothing against it. It just never really came up for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So we did have a hospital birth um, it's kind of funny and sad to admit, but I did choose our hospital based on, I loved their, uh, like restaurant choices. Ah! I really had done no research. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I will say I did get an amazing chicken salad sandwich after birth. So it, it did. There you go. Bit, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's important. What so, you eat after birth is super important. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. It was the best chicken salad sandwich of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we did have the hospital birth, and um, we had an epidural. My my water broke at 3 p.m., and by 1 a.m., I still wasn't having contractions. So, you know, they're on a 24-hour clock, mm. and they, you know, were kind of just, like, giving me the look and kind of nudging me along to be like, okay, you know, we got to do something. We have to get your Pitocin drip started. So I tried to push it off as long as I could. But um, in the end, I ended up with Pitocin, um, which led to an epidural. I just feel the Pitocin contractions just felt for me so unnatural. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that my body shouldn't be reacting this way. It went from zero to 60 immediately and just very intense and like I said just felt unnatural so like it was happening to me not that this was my body working um Mm. so after a couple hours of that I did end up with the epidural and at the time it was what I needed because you know I'm sure you've read Ina May and you know the whole sphincter theory I felt you know I was just so bound up that my body couldn't dilate and um So at the time, the epidural was what I needed, and I don't necessarily regret it, but I knew that that was not what I wanted for my second birth. So we are planning a home birth, and we are so excited. (laughs) Wow. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So moving out of the, the hospital experience, and I guess understanding that you wanted something different, how did that then open up to home birth, which previously, you know, you said you didn't even consider or like see as a possibility. What really opened up that door? Yeah. So, um, and originally when I reached out to you too, um, it was because I wanted to thank you because podcasts and, you know, Instagram and just all these awesome, really social media, uh, resources that we have were so huge for me because I, you know, I started following all these beautiful birth photography Instagrams and listening to different podcasts. And I just heard so many different experiences. And I would look at these women in their pictures and just think, wow, like they look so empowered and no, they're not smiling and they're not, you know, having the time of their lives, but they look like they really are where they need to be and they're how they need to be. Um, So then that led me to find your podcast, doing it at home and um, just listening to real people Mm. tell their real experiences about their real home, you know, and their, you know, their birth. And it just put a face to it. And it just made it something that was actually attainable to me, not just, you know, a unicorn off in the distance that Mm -hmm. I, you know, heard about once in a while. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it just, it just hearing how beautiful it was for everybody else and, and how empowered they felt and in control and loved and everything like that, that I knew that I wanted that. So um, I did look into birthing centers just because I felt maybe it would be a good medium, but it, eventually it just ended up, you know, that home birth was it for me. So, That's... And my husband was on board. Uh, yeah, that was going to be my next question where he was at in the process and <laughs> in the decision making. Yeah, so he um, he knew I wanted a natural birth as my first, and he was super for that. Um, I think he just really values like what women's bodies can do and or what men's bodies can do too, and just he thinks natural is better. Um, that's just our kind of basic outlook on life in general. So when it came to birth, he, that's how he felt. So um, he was pretty much down for whatever I wanted to do, which is so awesome about him. Um, So when I said like, okay, yeah, I think I want to do a home birth. He's like, let's do it. Like, that's awesome. And he wants to catch the baby and, you know, we're going to take a class coming up soon. That's going to be, you know, teaching him how to support me and and all that. So we're really excited about that. I, I love that. That's so great. I mean, you went out there and you sought, you sought the empowering information, right. To support you in exploring and creating something different. Um, cause we know there's, there's plenty to the contrary. There's plenty of stuff out there, a fear-based, um, language and information to really talk you out of anything, but then especially in the world of parenting and birthing, um, you you took those stories and I, I like what you said, you know, real people, real experiences. And you can there's so many sweet things that you can relate to and pinpoint and like, oh, that's that's me in that story. Or oh, I'm gonna take a little bit of that one and I'm gonna take a little bit of that one and like mix them all up and then create my own vision for what, you know, I want my birth to be. Yes, that's so true because, you know, I'll listen to 
everybody's podcasts and their birth stories and just like something will resonate with me. And I'm like, Oh, I need to write that down. I need that on my day of birth. Like I want to remember that she said that. And so that's awesome. And especially because, um, in my area, there is not a big home birth community at all. That Mm. was one of the first things that I sought out. I remember Matthew saying like, get on Facebook and search, you know, home birth in your area and I did, and I found one Facebook group, and it had, like, 40 people in it. And I was mm. like, oh, and there was no posts. And yeah. <laughs> so um, it, social media, getting out there to be able to interact with people. And, you know, Austin has an amazing home birth community, and up where you are seems to be awesome, too. Mm. So it's really great to be able to interact with people, even if it's not, you know, in my home state. Sure, um, sure. So then and, how did you yeah. – um, are, are you working with a midwife? I am working with a midwife. Um, so when I was looking for a midwife, I basically started on Google. Um, mm. But I also am in a Crunchy Moms of Massachusetts Facebook group, um, which is awesome. And I posted in there like, so, hey, has anyone done a home birth? And who did you use? And how did you like them? And um, through that, I found my midwife. And she is a Christian, as am I. So it just made me feel like, you know, she would be super um, – like comfortable and supportive if I was, you know, praying through Mm -hmm. um, my labor or, you know, if I needed her to pray for me or anything like that, I just felt like we would vibe really well. And, and we do, it turned out that we do um, at my appointments, we sit around for an hour just chatting and um, drinking coffee. And my daughter goes in her bag and takes out all her fun stuff (laughs) and she doesn't mind. And, (laughs) <laughs> it's really sweet though. And I also found a, a doula who is awesome too. And through her, I have come to find out that there is a small home birth community around here, um, which is awesome. I just went to a mom talk meetup at a coffee shop on Monday and it was a bunch of different moms who had done home births and some who hadn't done home births. And it was so awesome to hear everybody's experiences and just get to, again, relate to real people, you know? Mm. So that was really cool. Ah, that's great. That's great. Cause now to, to bring it even further closer to yourself, you know, you've listened to some of the stories, you know, out there, you know, from podcasts, but now you've brought it in a little closer to your circle and you've been able to meet face to face with women, um, and have that connection. I think that's great. Yes. And that's what I was hoping for. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm also hoping that once I do my home birth, that, you know, it'll open up doors for people around here to be like, is that something that I would want to do? Because even since the couple of different people that I've mentioned it to, um, I've had three people say, I really wanted to do a home birth, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't end up doing it because I didn't know enough or there was no one to support me in that. Um, and some say, if I have another baby, I am going to do a home birth. So I'm just hoping that through like me doing this home birth, people will just know that they have more choice mm-hmm. and that they can choose like what is going to make them happy. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all, we all have people watching us, you know, whether we're aware of it or not, what we're doing, the decisions we're making, how we're moving through those decisions and I think it's so great that you're recognizing that, acknowledging that and owning that in this really powerful way to be an example and to be a source of, of encouragement, um, for, for other women and families. That's, that's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. It's definitely been like 
a growing experience for me, even just coming comfortable with this idea. And yeah. um, it's been great for me just getting comfortable with this idea um, and being empowered to know that I can do it because I feel like when you go through uh, an experience and a birth specifically, that doesn't make you feel at all empowered and like you were in any way in control. It can, you know, hurt your self-esteem a little bit if you let it. So just through me, like planning this home birth and telling myself like, no, I can do this. It's been healing and it's been um, definitely growing for me just to be like, I'm strong. I am she woman. Like I can do this and I don't doubt my body. I know that I can do this. There were circumstances that it didn't come about the way I wanted it last time, but that doesn't mean that has to happen again. Sure. So it's been very empowering. And so some of your, your planning and envisioning process, we talked about that a little bit too, before we hit record and some of the resources that have been very impactful for you. Can you share some of those or what some of your, your planning and envisioning has been like? Yeah, definitely. So um, about six months after I had my daughter, I started becoming kind of birth obsessed and <laughs> just like listened to podcasts every chance I could, you know, read stories every chance I could. Um, and I would hear about, you know, hypno babies and hypno birthing and these women who were having these amazing births and like orgasmic births and euphoric mm-hmm. births. And I was like, that is amazing. Like if I could have that, I want that. But just where my faith is at, I didn't feel comfortable doing um, the hypnobirthing. Just for me, I looked into a little bit, didn't seem like what would work for me. So I was like feeling like I was missing something and that I needed to like connect the dots somehow. So random through chance of like one in a million, I was on um, one of the natural birthing support groups on Facebook um, and someone mentioned this book down in the comments in one of someone's posts. So it was just such one in a million that I would see this. Um, And they posted this book called Supernatural Childbirth. And um, for some reason, went on Amazon, two clicks, you know, good old Amazon Prime. And Mm -hmm. it was at my door in two days. Oh, yeah, love Amazon Prime. Um, So it was at my door in two days. And it was a quick, short read, but it was so powerful. Mm. And so basically in the Christian circle society, we're told that because of Eve's sin in the garden, that childbirth is painful. Um, And this book describes how God did say that. He said we would suffer through childbirth. But then as Christians, we know that Jesus came and he died for us and he took our suffering. And so when God said, you'll give birth in suffering, and then he also said, Jesus took your suffering, that empowers us to know that we don't have to go through this horrible, sorrowful childbirth. And so basically this book laid out all the different scriptures to tell us like, hey, you can be in control of your birth. It doesn't have to be this awful, sorrowful time that, you know, society has made it out to be. Mm. Um, So when I read that, it just lit up in my spirit. I was like, this is what I have been searching for. I knew that there was something like this out there. And I knew that I was just looking for it. And I knew that once it, it hit me, it would hit me. So basically, the way I'm going now is claiming these scriptures over my life, because God says that we can do anything 
through Jesus who strengthens us. And he also says that he bore our burdens on the cross, and he says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So there's all these scriptures that we can claim for our life, and it it almost reminds me of, you know, affirmations. Mm-hmm. that people do. You know, my body can, was made for this um, and telling your cervix to open. And so it's just something that I can apply to my life and my faith that really, really, you know, sits well with my soul to be like, okay, this is how I'm going to get through this birth. Um, and, you know, some of the women that have shared their stories from doing these supernatural childbirths say that, you know, they just had these amazing experiences with God through their labor where they would go into the quiet place with God and be like, can you just hold me? And can you just take this burden from me? And can you just give me the strength to get through this? And those women, you know, when they speak of their birth, they speak of it with joy and with peace. And they're looking back on it as a memory that it almost sounds like they would love to relive it. Mm. (laughs) And so to me, that was just, amazing to see the fruit of it, to see Mm -hmm. that they took these scriptures and these promises from God and applied them to their lives and decided like, no, I'm not going to accept what society tells me this has to be like. And even Christian society tells me this is going to be like, I'm going to go to the creator who created childbirth and I'm going to ask him, what do you want this to look like? What did you have for this to look like before society went and put their fingerprints all over it Hmm. so it's just really awesome um to hear these people's stories and pray for the same thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) so hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow. Yeah, That's, great. So for any of you listening right now and you want to get your hands on this book that Kaylee was just talking about, I'll include a link to the show notes so you don't have to stop your car or anything like that and find it. Just listen to the whole thing and then go to the show notes on um, diahpodcast.com and I'll have that there for you. But what I what I really love about everything you just shared is I think there's something to appreciate and glean from it regardless of where you are in your religious or spiritual ideology. Even if someone is a Christian like you and you know is going to soak up everything from that book or everything that you just said and take it and apply it to their own Christian practice, that's that's beautiful. For someone who's maybe more of a spiritual realm, you can still appreciate the connection with source, with divine energy, whatever to to play a part in such a sacred 
transformational experience like birth. And then even if you don't really subscribe to any of that, I think you can still get down with the, the affirmation piece and the creating the space for you to feel the most empowered, the most open, the most in control as you can possibly be, but at the same time surrendered to this experience. So I think there's something really for everyone in in that. Um, you know, some people might hear, you know, a, a label on a certain thing as as a certain religion or Christian or this and that, but but find like the nuggets of truth for yourself in whatever it is. So that's what I really take from what you said. And I, I appreciate you being bold enough to to share that and to put that out there for people. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're in charge of what we let into our spirits and in our souls and our mind. And yeah, regardless of your religion or if you, you know, completely don't subscribe to a religion, you're still the one in charge of your birth at the end of the day. So you can choose, you know, what words you let people speak into your life and Mm. um, what you accept into your heart and all that. So definitely agree. For sure. So what are a couple elements? I'm just curious as we kind of come close to a close here, um, some elements that you're really looking forward to about birth or some things that you know you'd, you'd like to have in place or just it's like kind of setting the scene of what you envision. Have you, have you thought about that? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> let me tell you my plan. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not planning because we know how that goes. Um, <laughs> but what I do want is <laughs> a very peaceful environment. Um, and I think I've taken the steps to ensure that everyone who's going to be in the room is on that same page. That was one huge piece of advice that I took from you guys. Like mm. you are in charge of who's in your room and you don't have to let anybody in your room if they're going to interfere with your, you know, energy that you want there. And so, yeah. So um, who is going to be there or who are you planning right now? Oh yeah. So it's going to be my mother-in-law. Um, she was there when my daughter was born and she's just a natural born in character. She's amazing. Like she just, sits there and tells you you're awesome and it's all you need to hear. Mm. Um, and also she's going to be kind of my childcare, you know, in the chance that my daughter is awake, um, she'll be there with her. Um, yeah, my sister-in-law is a photographer, so she will hopefully be there for, to be our birth photographer. Um, she's also, uh, just a very peaceful, confident woman that I know is going to bring something great to the room. Um, my husband, and then my midwife and my doula. And everybody that is included is just a very confident, calm, Mm. you know, assertive person. Um, So that is going to be one huge thing, just feeling really comfortable by, you know, whoever is in the room. Um, And then I'm going to have a water birth. I'm claiming it. (laughs) I'm going to have a water birth. Um, and you know, just candles. I'm definitely going to play some of my favorite worship music just to get me in the right frame of mind of like peace and joy and, um, empowerment too. Um, and I think part of this, uh, supernatural childbirth is that, you know, you pray for certain things and you believe God for them. Mm. Um, so some of the things that I am believing for are no tearing because I did tear with my daughter and that was very rough to recover from. 
Um, and I would love if she was born in call. So that's something that I'm believing for too. Mm. Um, yeah. And I am believing for a pain-free birth. It almost scares me to say that because that just feels like such a big thing to live up to. But in my life, my faith is number one and I put all my eggs in one basket and Mm. that's just the way I've been about everything in my life. So you know, I feel like if I'm going to go for this, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to believe and I'm going to pray and claim and trust God because he's shown up so many times in my life up until now in just such a crazy, amazing way um, that I'm going to trust him for this too. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a testimony to people, um, Christian or not Christian, that, hey, like this is possible. You can definitely do it. Um so that's what I'm what I'm hoping for and what I'm praying for. So I I dig it. I dig all of that and I'll hold that mm-hmm. intention for you as well and and hold that to my heart for you as you move through the rest of this pregnancy and then um birthing time, which I know will be an amazing experience for all of you, all of you present. So it's gonna be a very powerful room you you'll have set up there. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. And um, holding of space by another strong mama. (laughs) Yes. Happy to, happy to do it. Um, And you have to keep us updated, especially on gender of baby. And then I'm really hoping to um, speak to you in a few months um, after baby's arrival. And we can hear about this, this supernatural birth of yours. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I will definitely keep you guys updated. And again, I just want to say that you know, I really appreciate what you guys are doing because, you know, like you say in your intro piece, there really is not a lot of empowering home birth information. Mm -hmm. And I think what you guys are doing is just setting the pace for people to be like, yeah, let's do this. Let's like make this the awesome thing that it is. And let's tell everybody about it. So really appreciate you guys for that. Mm, That means so much to us. Thank you. And thanks for hanging out with me on the doing it at home podcast. Appreciate you, Kaylee. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.